Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live. This Ugh. is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friend, no, Steve here. And Larson. Hey, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here. YouTube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it right here on the YouTubes if that's where you're watching us. If you're listening to us in the audio realm, consider using the CastBox app. We have a partnership with them. Uh, download the CastBox app for iOS or Android for free. Subscribe to Going In Raw. It's a great free and easy way to help out Going In Raw. It yes. boosts our exposure and it makes our, <clears throat> our our manager people happy. Yeah. Our partners happy. Yeah. When they do that. And when they're happy, we're happy. Yeah. Um, we're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. Uh, today is Tuesday. It's it Lex is. Tuesdays. I got to find a Lex Luger video for us oh. to watch. On post show, yay or nay, we've got three fantastic non news items as well. So that's a lot of fun. And then uh, we're also available. That's for, for $5 and up a month. You get Monday through Friday, all the post shows. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and then we're also available at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash going in. Roger, how, uh, how well is that uh, Chill Roman shirt coming along? Oh. You were working on it yesterday. Yeah. I'll show you the, how far I got. I think I showed this to you before the show. I think I've locked in. <clears throat> I think I've locked in uh, the Chicago, the exclusive Chicago shirt. I don't want to call it exclusive. Everybody's going to be able to buy it on the website. Yeah. But we're going to have it. We're going to debut it in Chicago for StarCast. Yeah, probably. Are any of you guys going to StarCast? Who's going to StarCast? This is what I got so far. Hmm. Oh, that's good. I just need stuff here and there. Uh, like like a fist, maybe? Yeah, I thought about that then, out of here. But then it needs stuff here What if here. it's like the fist is like this? So you know what who it is. Yeah, no, right here. Yeah, that's good. But then it needs stuff here and here. Okay. Or I guess I can do that, that. But it's at least a couple of R's. A couple of what? R's. I need words in this part, too. Chill. That's where he says that right there. Oh, just be cool. How about just be cool? Just be cool. Anyways, 
Man, lots of people are uh, high or drunk in our live chat. That always seems to happen. Yeah. Is there something about us that makes people want to get high or drunk? No, I think it's just the midday thing. We got some cool shirts on today. Look at that. I got my Bruiser White shirt. And I have my got Suzuki. Suzuki Goon. Nice. Good job, us. Yeah. Anyways. Let's answer some super chats. Why don't we? Oscar Martinez here in regular chat says, Stephen Larson, do you read the general chat or just super chats? So, like, you know, people pay, so we read those for sure. Yeah. If something catches my eye in regular chat, but it goes by so quick. Yeah, no, same like, here. It's hard, it's hard to do that. If there's something sorry. that catches our eye, we'll read it. And then, of course, I'm over here. $1 a month gets you into the Discord, so I try to read these, too. They call themselves the Brotherhood, but uh, they're, they're just a bunch of mutant underground dwellers. You say that. <laughs> no, they're great, man. Look, Cody Miles here. He says, it goes like this, but then, oh, he's got a little, they got Kevin Nash with a whiteboard emoji. Oh, that's cool. In the Discord. That's pretty neat. And then, of course, there's also our uh, the Facebook Friendoverse group. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Everybody, they do good work, all those administrators. I'm going to send them out some stuff. Good idea. I was getting names and addresses from Mikey. Good Omega idea. From the Friendoverse. I got to do the same from Cody Miles. Good idea. Uh, super chat time. OG sneakerhead $5 and JR voice. By God, someone give Paul Heyman a goddamn Oscar. By God, someone give him an Oscar. And that's real. By God, that's real. Um, Anal Fisher Czar. Wow. Says, favorite spreadable item on a... He, he, correct, he, he corrects it mm. later on. Another 279. Super chat. Favorite spreadable item on favorite toastable item. Oh, so a toastable item like a toaster strudel anything or pop-tart? A, anything you put in a toaster or a toaster oven. Do you prefer your bagels in to- toasted or not toasted? Toasted with butter. Oh, with butter. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm de- like. I'm down for a good cream cheese spread. Yeah, I'm not huge on cheese products in general. Does the cream cheese upset your belly as well? It can, I guess. The tummy is not. This is some happy some cheese that. products I just never acquired the taste for. Whereas yeah. butter is always delicious. Butter is great, man. I so love give me butter. a good cinnamon raisin bagel with some butter on it, and you I'm and happy your guy. Damn raisins. I am a happy guy. I'm not huge on raisins. Chase Hetrick, five dollars. If Paul Heyman is fired, what if Paulie dangerously dangerously came back? Who should he manage? They asked him that last night. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that Paul Heyman promo? It's pretty good. He, uh, what do you think he did to generate the tears? You think that was method? Yeah. You think so? Well, I think that's performance. Yeah. You think it was real, or do you think he had like an onion hanging out underneath his? Lots of people of have lots of tricks. These days, even Johnny Depp, he's got a little like a, a little uh, earpiece for people to feed him lines. Yeah. Why didn't he just have cue cards like Brando did? I don't know. Both scumbags, Johnny Depp and Brando. Terrific actors. Total scumbags. Uh, the Dane Man Train, $5. Well, friend knows I'm finishing yesterday's show, and all of a sudden you go live. Also, Alex Jones for Sunday Heat GM. Sun- <laughs> no, nah, man. That dude ain't general, man. He's generally generally managing InfoWars into the ground where it belongs. Yeah. Dane Man Train, again, $5. Any advice for getting into podcasting and YouTube? Friend and I have similar show to you guys, but we only get 20 views per show. Um, yeah. Uh, what's what's some good advice? Consistency, quality, competency, competency. Yeah. It doesn't have to look like a Hollywood production, but it should look decent, sound good. Yeah, um, and be consistent with your quality. I was uh, I was impressed with uh, uh, our friends. Their podcast busted wide open. Yeah. yeah, busted wide open podcast. Yeah, check them out. Um, uh, they, they it looked pretty good. It was yeah. like it's like a split screen. They got some good mics. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Take mm-hmm. it one step at a time. If you if you saw the sort of the phases of going in raw, you'll know that it yeah. took a long time to get to this get to the state. brick wall. I know brick with wall. a couple of things up here. It took us a long time to get here. So uh, you know, 
I don't know. I, I don't know what like the I don't know what like find a find a, a lane and stick to it. I guess right. Ooh, that's a terrible looking shirt. Man. It's awful. Someone it's in chat shirt. said there is a new Dolph uh, Drew shirt, and I looked, and it's not good. Not a terrible idea for post show review uh, merchandise. There you go. We can do that one day a week. Yeah, there you go. Um, High fly Kagan, ten dollars. No Thanks, message, man. Just that. Brandon Garza, two dollars. Power rank top ten hometown pops. Like uh, for people coming to their hometown. You mean just CM Punk in Chicago? Oh yeah, it's hard to beat that one. Or Daniel Bryan in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, those are tough to beat. Um, Christian Vega, two dollars. Watching you guys before I go to SmackDown tonight. Have fun. Oh man, should be a blast. High Fly Kagan, five dollars. Hey guys, enjoying coffee while I watch you dudes. People are are just you know they're all into their vices here watching well, going coffee's wrong. not a vice that's coffee mm, I don't know great. man some people seem to think that it is too much right too much coffee's bad for I mean, you too much of anything be bad for you Richard Ely two dollars Starcast tickets confusing me where are you guys in Starcast tickets confusing me where are you guys in where are you guys in what does that mean we're all in so we're <laughs> we are all in. We're at StarCast. We're going to have a vendor booth. We're not going to be on Podcast Row, from what I understand. Yeah. Um, we, we, elected, we elected to be vendors next yeah. to the Cody Rhodes, uh, Frankie Kazarian cigar stand, I hope. Well, that hasn't been confirmed, but that'd be cool. I hope it'd be near them. Um, I don't know. So we, we, we elected to go out. To, we sort of took a risk. Like We're like, we don't want to be on Podcast Row. We'd prefer to be there the whole time because Podcast Row, I think, is only there for a limited time. Mm-hmm. Like they get a couple hours or they get like half a day or a day. They get a day. They get a day. We want them to be think. all the days for all the hours. So people know where to find us. So if you at any time, if you're there at StarCast, you can come by the vendor booth area, wherever that may be. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know yet. And we'll be there. Yeah. You can come say hi. You know what we look like if you're watching us on YouTube. Yeah. If you're listening to us, we will have, and you can read English. We, we're going to have a sign that says us mm-hmm. going in. Just wrong. that us. One guy has a beard. One guy doesn't. Yeah. Uh, let's do one last super chat. John Mower. Ten dollars. Hey, friendos. Who in the current roster would be the best storyline to retire? Oh, sorry, Lego. Five dollars. He he's uh he mentioned the the Dolph Drew shirt. Mm. But then he says it's kind of cool. I think. Well, it's each their own, man. Yep. John Mower. Who in the current roster would be the best storyline to retire? Randall Orton. Mm, to retire him? Jeez, man. I don't know. Kevin Owens. Who's who's the next? Uh, who's the next legend killer? Yeah, who's the next legend killer? Chris Jericho, <laughs> an old guy. <laughs> I don't know. Mick Foley, he comes back. What about Velveteen Dream? Velveteen. Oh, there you go. That'd be good. Do do. Uh, before we get started on the Raw Cap Show, though, we've got two announcements to make. I hope this is the right one. Let's see if this is the right one. Uh, open with. Because I don't want to like put you know like a, a dick pick up on yeah the, that'd be bad broadcast. that'd be an embarrassment that's 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 a good one I can put this one up all right that one's acceptable yes very exciting where is it I mean it's very exciting for like you know you uh, me personally or those watching uh, for you personally this oh, is right. definitely not exciting for me but we have an announcement to make oh we do yes about. Adam Your Mayhem. H champion, Adam Mayhem. <laughs> oh no. Control F. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Look at look at this right there. Adam Mayhem gonna be a new beginnings. Orlando, August 14th. He's gonna be fighting Craven and Jester York at Pro Wrestling 2.0. 2.0, yes. New beginnings. 
Check that out if you're in the Orlando area. Yes. Also, he's going to be in Puerto Rico. Yes, August 17th. For a hates title match. Oh, man. This this hates title might end up in Puerto Rico somewhere. Somebody's going to shoot, take it off him. Oh, I hope not. Don't say Nexon. that. Nexon. Who is this that. Nexon guy? No idea. He's the Nexon hates champion. That's who Could he be. is. <laughs> Anyways, that's going to be, I think, August 17th, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, so that should be a lot of fun. If you're in the Puerto Rico, the lovely Puerto Rico area, strong style pro, strong style pro wrestling. Adam Mayhem is like the least strong style guy there is. Hey, man. Anyways. You'd be surprised. He can work snug. Let's talk about Raw, dude. Yeah. All right. It was all right. Uh, yeah. In a nutshell, look, man, we kind of figured this from the preview yesterday. Kind of like a whole lot of nothing again. But we're on the road to SummerSlam. We're almost done with it. There is some entertaining bits. Yeah, the, the Heyman promo was really good. The Heyman promo was definitely the standout bit. I'm really getting into Roman Reigns sucker punching Baron Corbin. Me too. That was really entertaining. Roman's been pretty damn entertaining. He said, what? how was your ribs? And Corbin just says, what? Sucker punching on the way off frame. Yeah. Roman, you hear him say, you should probably go get the, have the trainer check that he out. He was laughing. Yeah, it was pretty good. I kind of, at this point, I just want laughing Roman now. Chill Roman. Yeah, chill Roman. He seems pretty chill. Uh... So let me ask you something. Hmm. That Heyman promo last night. Yeah. Does it give you any indication? Because I think it means even more so that Brock is keeping the title at SummerSlam. Do you agree with that or yeah, disagree? Yeah, I thought that too. I thought this is all just a, a, a huge work where they're teasing tension between the two of them only for Heyman in the end to help Brock win. It could be that. I, I thought that too. Um, it could simply be a shift for Lesnar – to, to give him something a bit different between now and, and Mania, between SummerSlam and Mania, not just your regular Paul Heyman coming out and doing mm-hmm. his his shtick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it could be legit. I I kind of feel like it's going to be what you just said. It's probably going to be Heyman acting like, you know, all is bad and then it's not really, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, because there is no, I mean, for one thing, there is, and it's not like WWE needs it, but... Uh, or be unprecedented for them to do something out of the blue. What, like, what exactly would be the motivation for Brock to be treating Heyman this way, anyways? They just know. sort of show up one day and they're acting like they're. Other, other. Then I guess the idea would be maybe that Brock just has such a, a, a huge head now, thanks to being the longest reigning Universal Champion, longest reigning champion in the modern era in WWE, uh, or recently beating that CM Punk record. Yeah. Um, that he feels like he can just do it all himself. Yeah. Anybody, he'd probably just sit and read his magazines. Yeah. And deal with all the business stuff. Like they like they introduce what should be a building storyline for him, basically, and the the few episodes that they I have know. with him in them. So that could be the situation too. Um, so I don't know. I do. I feel like it's just it's just going to be another way to get. Although I don't know, man. That crowd. So wait, were they? Was that Roman's hometown or something last? Jacksonville. Is that why people were chant were, were all in on Roman? Because people seem to really like from, Roman. Last I think night. he's from Pensacola, which I think is not too far from there. Okay, so there you go. I guess that's what they meant by the hometown pop as well, because people were really into Roman last night. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to be fair, Roman's been doing better work of late. Yeah, I agree. He seems more comfortable, and that was always kind of the major thing: is whenever he'd have to talk or or do this or that, he never really seemed comfortable. Yeah, it seems like he's comfortable in the role right now. He's what you see from this episode front and center, but it wasn't, I mean, nothing what they're doing with him is a huge departure from what they've done over the last two years. Mm -hmm. 
It's just short little bits. Even the interview, sit down interview, I didn't think it was terrible. A little generic, but it wasn't bad. I kind of dug it, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Maybe they're winning. I think they're just winning, dude. The battle of attrition, we're could losing. Be. We're it could losing. Be. It. it could be. We're like, okay, fine. We're, we're tapping. We're eventually tapping out on Rome. We're, we're all in on him. Yeah, Why I mean, not? I, think right? I, I remember. Why not? Before WrestleMania, there was one episode of Raw that was really Roman heavy, heavy and we were just like, enough. This is too much. Yeah. This one was really Roman heavy, but it was entertaining enough that I didn't mind it so much. Yeah. Well, they didn't pull the trigger on him tagging with Seth Rollins out a bit. That probably would have yeah, been too much. Yeah. That was a good idea. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I, you're right. It was a it was a Roman heavy episode. I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just being beat down. Maybe I'm just beat down. Could be. Maybe they're winning. Vince is winning. He's getting his way. Could be. I'm gonna pop hardcore when he wins at SummerSlam. All right. But he's not gonna win at SummerSlam. Probably not. That'd be a bummer. Uh, so uh, episode kicked off with uh, Kurt Angle promo. He was putting over Ronda Rousey her Raw debut match tonight. Yeah, man. Um, and then uh, Baron Corbin said because you know he joined Kurt Angle in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, took the mic, said some words. Roman Reigns comes down. He and Baron Corbin start talking trash to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Corbin actually had like a really long chunk of dialogue he had to recite and did yeah. a really good job of it. Yeah. Um, in the end, uh, Kurt makes a match. Baron Corbin versus Roman Reigns. And it happens right now. He says, ref, come down here. Corbin sucker punches Reigns before the match actually starts. Decent match, too. Yeah. It was a fun match. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Charvel Myers here in the... Uh, Discord says, I wonder if Steven Larson decide when Adam Mayhem is going to lose that time. Why would you think that? I don't, he's in there in the ring, dude. We don't have any, we don't yeah, decide that. Yeah. Adam Mayhem controls Adam Mayhem's yeah, own it's, com- it's, it's competition. Exactly. That's why I'm really hoping he wins in Puerto Rico. I at least want a chance to. You want to be there when he loses. That's why you're saying that. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I want to, you know, or maybe even help choose his opponent, Walter, you know. Although he's already demanded 5000 bucks for that. so Yeah, you better, you better start that GoFundMe then. <laughs> because i got to raise it for him and Walter. I know. Uh, so next I up. I know. Uh, so, yeah, no, it was, it was a really fun match. It was a cool match. Um, at one point, Baron Corbin tried to leave. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, Finn Balor came out and uh, sort of made sure that didn't happen. Yeah, he intercepted uh, Corbin as he was walking up the ramp. So he, uh, Finn walked down the ramp towards the ring. Corbin stopped, turns around. Uh, right, he's about at the ring and eats a Superman punch off the ring steps from Roman. Yeah. Roman tosses him back inside. Spear, Reigns wins, and afterwards, Finn attacks Baron, and Baron eats a coup de gras. Yeah, Finn was very... Uh, and then and then they... It was not they, a good night for Baron Corbin. They announced later on Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin at SummerSlam. Finn's got to go over there, right? Because Baron totally won clean like last week. So that's mm. got to be... It's got to be Finn's night. Mm-hmm. If he's not gonna, if he's not gonna be inserted in the Intercontinental Championship, at least he can beat the Constable in the pre-show, Maybe right? Maybe he can be the. This match will be for the title of Constable. Oh, that'd be fun, Constable Balor. That'd be cool seeing Balor wear like a little tin, wear some tin, mm-hmm. wear the sheriff's badge mm-hmm. or whatever constables. Well, they're kind of like what you know, they're they're like the policing. Do they have badges? Mm-hmm. You would think, right? I have no idea. What exactly does a constable? It's like a small town oh, okay. uh, or a small municipality, like a policing type individual. Mm-hmm. That's it. But I don't know if they have... Like, or a space station. With, I think with limited authority, though. Oh, yeah. That's my understanding. Like, can they not tell people to... Like, know. they can write tickets, maybe, but I don't know if they can arrest anybody. <laughs> a murder. Write you a ticket for murder. Oh, no, it's like, I'm going to refer you to the proper <laughs> authorities. 
Like maybe they can apprehend them, but they can't toss them in jail. They have to get them and take them to the actual police. Right, right. I don't know. Exactly. And hope they don't get charged with kidnapping. Exactly. Well, you're just a constable. You're well, it's not, not a citizen's arrest. They have they have an official title, constable. You're literally just. You have to be making this up, right? You don't know this much about constables. I don't know constabilities. I don't know. You just made up a word, I think. I did. <laughs> Moving on. Kurt Angle and Seth Rollins were backstage. Kurt made a tag match because Seth Rollins was like, look, man. Every time I'm so focused on the IC title, trying to go after Dolph Ziggler, and I'm doing that. And then Drew McIntyre is there, and then Kurt said, "Okay, there's too much." Well, as says vice versa. Yeah. If I'm concentrating on Drew, or I was about to beat him, then Dolph shows up to keep that from happening. And then yes, Kurt said, "Well, let's do this tag match. You find a partner, you can take care of it all right now." Exactly. Tonight. And he says, "Hey, okay." Yep. Uh, after that, we had Bob uh, Roode versus Mojo Rawley. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, this is a blow off. The battle of the loser locker room. Maybe whoever wins this gets to not dress in the losers locker room. Maybe because I still feel Mojo. I, we disagree on this, uh, you know. But I feel like Mojo was still a member of the losers locker room. I don't. I didn't say clearly he was or wasn't. It just seems to me the way the scene was blocked that he was walking into the loser locker room not as someone who was going in there to get dressed, mm-hmm. but someone who was going in there to berate everybody who was already in there, which Once, leads me to believe that he, man. at least in his mind, he's above that, and also might be physically, maybe he's supposed to be in loser locker room. He says, no, I'd rather get dressed in this broom closet across the hall rather than be in loser locker Well, regardless, uh, he had a match against Bobby Roode. Winner gets to stay out of the... Lo- winner gets to dress in the mid-card dressing room. Yeah. With uh, So Bob Roode, Bob Roode gets the, the broom closet then. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, before yeah. the match, we saw him posing in front of a mirror. I didn't see anybody else You're, in that locker room. Yes, see, so he definitely not. He already in the had. Room. No, I think he already had his own locker room. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, Mojo, he was in that loser locker. No, I think it's. Him. I think it's. I think it's unclear. Him, Canellis, all those guys. Anyways, Bobby Roode went over with a glorious DDT. No surprises there. Um, th- this isn't even a. He, Bobby Roode's not going to be a SummerSlam, is he? No. He's not going to be at SummerSlam. Unless there's some sort of battle royal they decide to do for it. No. Jinder was champion at last SummerSlam. Is that right? Or no? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he beat Nakamura. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Um, he's probably not going to be at SummerSlam either. Unless they do some sort of weird battle royal thing. Well, unless he gets involved in the Kevin owens Truman match. Yeah, but... That man, could happen. Yeah, he didn't, even get an ed, he didn't even get a word in in the promo thing last night. Barely, yeah. Yeah. So, no, I don't, yeah. Because uh, I remember we talked about last, I think it was last year, we talked about who is most likely to be off the card or on the pre-show. Man, Bob Roode, that was quick. That was fast yeah, for Bob you, Roode. you poo-pooed that, and I was like, no, he's going to be on the pre-show in a year. It doesn't always have to be, and I told you so. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be that. Well, you were wrong, too, because he's not even going to be on the pre-show. Well, I know, that's worse. Joke's on you. That's worse, being yeah. off the show. Uh, anyways, next, Elias was backstage with the camera crew. This was great. So he was talking about, of course, he had a WWE Network documentary, and they didn't get it right there. And so he has his own crew, and he was directing them. He was like, hey, get a close-up on my uh, hands. On, on yeah, my hands. came out to the ring, yeah. That's my, oh, that's right. That was in the ring, but this is before that. He had, like, a PA guy start running down shots with him. Like, he wanted to get one at catering, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his, some others. His, his AD. Yeah. It was all great stuff. Yeah, it was good. Anyways, so yeah, that, back to the ring. Mm-hmm. Elias in there dropping a promo. Talking about this documentary that he's making on his terms with his vision. Um, and so the camera crew gets in the ring. He's directing him, you know, spinning around him as he's playing a song. And then he t- wonders if uh, in post if they can use some CG to blur out the audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he said, can, can you do CG to... Uh, 
to replace the faces of the audience to make them prettier people. So it was all a bunch of that kind of stuff. I thought it was very entertaining. Oh, it was great. It was fantastic. So he starts to play a song and is interrupted by Bobby Lashley. Bob Lashley comes out uh, and uh, he start, he's like, man, you know, you, you keep talking about me. You keep saying my name and that brings me out. Makes me so angry. He says, you're a joke. Your documentary is a joke. And this documentary you're making is a joke. Rude. And But if you say my name one more time, it won't be a joke. Yeah. So Elias is like, okay, tranquilo. They start to leave. He gets the clipboard from his PA writer guy. And then he throws it at Bobby Lashley, a sort of a distraction. Attacks Bobby Lashley. Bob Lashley gets the upper hand. Gets him up in a suplex position or does the vertical thing. Well, spine buster. Then spine yeah. buster. Yeah, the vertical stalling. And suplex. he starts directing the camera crew. He's like, "All right, you get a shot of this. You get the audio and stuff." Yeah. And uh, and yeah, he laid out. I actually uh, thought Lashley did a pretty good job of this whole thing. You those. thought you thought who did what? That Lashley did a pretty good job with all this. No, I know he did. I know. I like Lashley. He's good. Yeah, me too. Um, they're going to be at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a match. Mm-hmm. Pro- maybe a pre-show match. Or yeah, maybe it might be like a pre-big main event match. You know, because it's going to be a kind of comedy-ish. Not a comedy match, but well, it depends if, it's Elias. If, if Elias, if Elias has his documentary crew with him, feels like he's gonna. He's gonna use that camera during the or try to use the camera during the match because they can get a lot of mileage out of that. Yeah, that angle. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, after that we had Seth Rollins and Tyler Breeze backstage. Tyler Breeze was trying to sell him on being his tag partner. Yeah, and he said. Well, here, let's do it before I change my mind. That's what Tyler said. Yeah. And right then, big dog. Big dog. Roman Reigns comes in with his with his stuff, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth looks at him, Reigns pretty much says, yeah, I got your back. And, uh, and that was that. They fist bump. Seth pushes down Tyler Breeze's hand. That's messed up, man. That's so rude. Uh, I don't know if it was after this or it was later on. They showed footage from, like, a house show when uh, – when they did, they gave a, a fist bump to like a like a special needs dude, and it was like seriously, I wanted to freaking cry. I was mm-hmm, like, oh, mm-hmm. that's like the sweetest thing I've ever seen mm-hmm. in my life. That was really sweet. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's me. I'm just all in on Roman now. I think good guy, chill Roman. Yeah, I'm, I'm all in it. On yeah, it. until yeah. like next week when I'm not. Well, as long as for really for really for me, as, as long as he keeps sucker punching Baron Corbin. That's a that's a huge improvement. I'll be invested. Yes. Yeah, that's a it's a big thing because he because he can tell that he enjoys it. That's he the it's thing. A funny bit. Maybe that's what it is. I just want to know that Roman is enjoying his job. Yeah. Probably for the longest time it seemed it seemed like no. Not surprising though. The way backstage has been jerking him around. Yeah. Next, Rizar versus Titus O'Neil. <sighs> See, I know it's Rizar because he had hair, and I think Reese hair uh, versus yeah Titus O'Neil. Um, uh, Razor one with a spine buster, but but what? I don't know. I'm just not into this. <laughs> oh, of course not, man. This is this shouldn't even be on 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 like the non Hulu. Like this should be like not even on the dot com. Like what I, is the point of this? They're doing they do this stuff. They did this with a B team. I was actually surprised Titus lost because they yeah, they did too. that thing where the tag team. The heel tag team will always lose in singles matches. But they win the tag match, yeah. But they win the tag match. Um, it's, a, it's a great big who cares. Because when Titus comes out, it's a great big who cares because they never really get over. They never really win. I know, but I want them to. Here's the thing. like I like Authors of Pain. They have, that thing, they have this thing they do. But they're not really given a platform to do it, which is dominate. That's pretty much all they can do. That's, some, that's pretty much all they've been shown to do on the main roster is go out there and, as a team, dominate. Yeah. 
like they did in NXT for the most part. Yeah. And without Paul Ellering adding that extra dimension, that's kind of, they're more or less one dimensional now in the main roster. Titus Worldwide, I like them a lot. I like Titus. I've liked Titus for a long time. I like Apollo Crews. Um, I, I, they could be very entertaining. Yeah. And uh, they can put on some decent matches. This is just, this is not a good matchup. It's not a good matchup for either of them. Well, they should have, Authors it, of Pain should have been in the ring destroying the likes of Slater and Rhino. Um, the lower level tag teams that can that like they actually I'll go back it seemed like they were going to do something interesting with Titus trying to uh, recruit them for Titus Worldwide yeah that could have been interesting yeah if it was a more uh, uh, you know if, 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 if it was like week after week it continued even after uh, AOP was beating them up yeah like Titus can go and says see I know you got it in you just let me help you focus that. That could be entertaining because then it's 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 such a, a disparity in styles that it could be interesting and maybe funny and give some dimension mm, to Authors of Pain, dude. You, you, that's dangerous ground there. It is, but they're not like they're doing anything You're, with Authors of Pain can't, anyway. Can't do anything with them. You said it exactly right. They're one dimensional. As much as I love Paul Ellering, he didn't add an extra dimension. He just added a cool promo guy, which is great. But there was no dimension even he in added, NXT. He, he had a mystique. The best people. There was mystique about Authors of Pain thanks to Paul Ellering's gravitas. There was, originally there was, but once they came out in like Ninja Turtle outfits with like little uh, Roderick Strong hanging out with them at War Games, that, yeah. that kind of made them jump the shark for me. A man. little bit. At that point, they had already been in NXT too long, and that kind of sucks because it's like. Well, that's the major thing is they they overstayed their welcome in NXT. They're more like more or less like lame duck people who over, guys. That's the problem. I kind of feel like people who overstay their welcome in NXT. I, I don't know. I just don't know how much it just saps all their momentum. You want to you want to be called up from NXT when you're in some respect at your peak. Yeah. Whether you're just coming off a title reign or just coming out of a major story, something you got to come in t- onto the main roster with a momentum. They had no momentum. They're they're a, they're one dimensional. It's it's going to be difficult for them regardless because they're one dimensional. Like look at the revival. They're multi dimensional, and look how hard oh, it is for them. Tough. I know. It's like tough. how difficult it is for them. Oh, there's a pain. Look, man, I like their packaging, and I, I I agree with you that it's really easy to book the the dominant stuff. But even look at Bludgeon Brothers, which is basically their like oh, yeah, other yeah, yeah. over there on SmackDown. No, I know, I know. You can't really do much with them. In this, in this day and age, Titus Worldwide. <laughs> look for entertainment purposes. You're yeah, right. That's what I'm talking about. At I just don't think they're gonna do because that the issue them. is is authors of pain. They're they're. It can be fun to watch them destroy people, but once that ends, yeah, there's not much to them. I don't know how savvy they are. They here's the thing. Do you think? Let me ask you this. Do you think Paul Ellering was a crutch for them? Because what else do they have to offer in like the personality department? What else am I supposed to give a crap about? Yeah, with I know. Of pain? I know. I know. Nothing. At least Dash and da- uh, Wilder and what's his face? Dawson, yeah. Yeah, at least they're good mic guys. Yeah, they're they good are. promo guys. They they're, they're a throwback. It's just, you know, good wrestling doesn't matter on the main roster. So that, well, that's, that's kind of their thing. Seemingly not in the tag team division. No, it doesn't. So I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. I just, uh, like, Authors of Pain, they, they need to just stay on main event or something. I don't know. Or maybe, like, you know, Titus Worldwide. Maybe it'll be a succession of like you know low card tag team which is like all raw has anyways yeah. is low card tag teams yeah and then they'll just hop up to the to the title scene and then they'll just figure it out from there but man they're just 
not a lot, not a lot going on with them. No. What am I supposed to care about with them? You yeah, know? No. Well, that's, that, that's, that's kind of like the, maybe the potential upside of a, a, a dominant heel tag team is that you're not supposed to care about them. Yeah. Um, but at a certain point, you need to be invested in one way or the other. Not necessarily care, but be invested in the outcome of their matches. Either they're, they've are they already ruined them on being like a super dominant team. Yeah, that's gone. So that's gone. That's it, And man. that was most of what they had. <laughs> that's it. It took, what, being off TV for a month and a half, and then suddenly the mystique was gone. They were having issues with, like, Slater and Rhino at one point. Like, they, they weren't, like, killing them. No. And then Apollo literally beat one of them last week. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. That's, that's kind of it, man. Yeah. Let's uh, answer some super chats here real quick. All right. Jonathan, $2. Could chill Roman smoke weed with Matt Riddle? I don't know how much of that Matt Riddle's going to be doing. Uh, Alex C. I'm sorry. Charvel Myers here in Discord says, at least Bludgeon Brothers have mallets. It's true. And like one of them has bad teeth. Mm-hmm. Zach Spears, $2. Simon Raisin Bagel is real. Yeah, I want one right now. <laughs> Alex C. points out the Raw tag titles are on a low card tag team. That's all Raw has. Yeah, I know. And that new theme song was horrible new B team theme. Um, oh, I th- yeah, but it fit them. It I fit know, them. Per- so Everybody's complaining about them. And I'm like, what do you want? They've it's got like, so bad. they have white t-shirts that have marker drawn the B on them. Like, yeah, I know. Th- that's what they should that have. So bad. DJ Mott, $2. Who do you think has the best shoe game in the WWE? It's Kofi Kingston. Kofi's got a great shoe collection. It, uh, it's him or Carmella. She always busts out with some new stuff. Yeah, well, she just, she seems to wear exclusively Jordans, whereas yeah. Kofi seems to have a more varied mm. selection. Enzo had a good shoe game. Mostly Jordans again. Another big creep. Uh, Alto, what makes fans jizz harder? Undertaker's gong, Stone Cold's glass break. Glass break. Or the no rocks, no, if it's, you it's smell. Yeah, break. well, I'm just reading this whole question. It's totally the glass break. Uh, DC five speed five dollars. So what's too much coffee? Working at Dunkin' Donuts, I drink like five coffees a shift and maybe two espressos. That's a lot. That's a lot of caffeine. When you throw in, especially when you throw in the espressos. Yeah. Uh, the camping troll, Taco Bell or pizza? Pizza. Yeah, pizza's pizza for sure. Pizza. Joe Barton five dollars. Quick plug: Rocky Mountain Pro Milestone Eight is this Saturday in Golden, Colorado, featuring Al Snow and Stevie Richards. Uh, here, let me do that. Rocky Mountain Pro Milestone 8 is this Saturday in Golden, Colorado, featuring Al Snow and Stevie Richards in action. We don't know if they're in action. They might Every match there. features blood. Might just be making an appearance. James McBreen. Five broken bones. James McBreen, $2. Power rank today's power ranks I just got here. Family-friendly show. We haven't done any power ranks. Lots of blood. Today. Wow, Corey Smith, $5. Who's cooler, Finn Balor or Adam Cole? Finn. Finn's cooler. Yeah, he's way cooler. Yeah. Adam Cole isn't even that cool. He just seems like an awesome guy. He just seems like a super awesome guy. Yeah. Yeah. Trey Saunders, $2. Getting high and saying what up before work. How's it going, Trey? Good job, Trey. Joe Juarez, $5. I feel as if Finn and Kevin Owens forgot that they each have an automatic rematch clause. Uh, no, they mention it all the time. Yeah, I know. They always mention it. Yeah, I know. Um, Donut Odinson. <laughs> One pound. Donut Odinson. Great name. <laughs> Quiet Wyatt. $2. Pair Apollo and Gable together already. That'd be good. Ooh, that'd that's really a good, good one. Tank. I like that. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. All right. Moving on. Back Next up was Raw. the Kevin Owens show with Jinder Mahal and Sunil Singh. They're up on a stage kind of off to the side of the, the, the entrance stage ramp area. And every time Jinder tried to get a word in edgewise, Kevin Owens would cut him off and just continue along his anti-Braun Strowman thread. But Kevin Owens was crediting Jinder for helping him stay calm 
during this very stressful period of his career. But then he was also throwing some shade at him, saying, you know, you, you beat him in a match, but I beat him in a grueling steel cage match. But you just beat him by countout, but that's yeah. the same way I could win at SummerSlam, <laughs> he said, too. Yeah. Um, anyways, so G- Owens. It's funny because this could have easily just been gender, not like, you know, but he did. <laughs> gender was, I freaking love oh, Jinder Mahal, dude. He's so I love that after this, this match that was coming up here, he was in the crowd trying to relax himself. Didn't even yeah, notice that. it was That's great. Funny. So, anyways, uh, Owens is is proposing to Jinder that he has a rematch against Braun tonight, and then he says, "All right, you know, cue up Braun's music." Owens mm-hmm. says, "Doesn't play." Yeah. Um, and then uh, shortly thereafter, Braun decides to just toss the entire stage over. Well, they yeah, they notice that the stage it. is like starting to move, and they're like, "Whoa!" And they're not quite putting together what's going on. And then it's tossed over, and then Braun's there, and, and then they and he screams. They realize. Yeah, so anyways, then they have a Braun Strowman versus Jinder Mahal match. Uh, Kevin Owens again tries to run off with a contract. Uh, Braun uh, stops. Uh, he, he gets stops the contract himself. back, yeah. and he stops before chasing up the ramp so he doesn't get counted out again. Right, exactly. Uh, Owens uh, tries again. Braun catches him on the ramp. Accidentally, as he's ripping the briefcase away from Kevin Owens, hits Jinder with the briefcase, which gets him DQ'd a second uh, a week in a row, which sees Jinder Mahal going over Braun Strowman. Man, add Jinder to that. Uh, yeah, they're not going to add him to that match, are they? No, but he no. might get involved in some capacity. Yeah, that'd be good. Kevin Owens is winning that match, dude. Maybe. Mm, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I wouldn't say for sure. Uh, next, not. we had uh, Baron Corbin backstage. He's on the phone with Stephanie. He hands the phone to Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle listens to what Stephanie has to say and then proceeds with the show. Yes. Next, we had a sit-down Roman Reigns interview with Corey Graves, kind of um, going over the entire breadth of his feud with Brock Lesnar. Corey seemed he seemed a little more low-key this episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder if it had to do with the stuff we were talking about yesterday. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. He seems like burnt out or something. On social media, he was like, social media is too much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he didn't seem as... Maybe he just misses Booker T. Could be. Coach was coach was extra irrelevant last night. He was talking a lot more. He was talking a lot more and saying absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Anyways, Roman Reigns interview. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it was okay. It was all right. It looked good. The production value was good. Yeah. And Roman was good. Yeah. Uh, next, we had Seth and Roman backstage um, walking toward to uh, Gorilla for their match. They are stopped by Kurt and Baron Corbin. Um Kurt breaks the news to him that per Stephanie's orders to preserve the match at SummerSlam, Roman was not allowed to be Seth's partner. And if he insisted, if he actually went out there, because Roman says, I don't care what Stephanie has to say. Um, But if he he were to be Seth's partner, then he would lose his opportunity at the Universal title at SummerSlam. And Seth says, you have to look at the the big picture. Mm -hmm. I got this. I got this. It's all good. I'm Seth Rollins. And so they walk off and then Roman goes to Baron and says, how your ribs doing? And Baron, acting confused, says, what? And then Roman sucker punches him right in the ribs, walks off, laughs. You might want to get checked out by the trainer. That was <laughs> awesome. That was hilarious. I thought it was good. It was pretty good. Uh, after that, we had Dolphin Drew versus Seth. Um, I th- I'm not huge on this. When you have Drew McIntyre, who's like seemingly one of the most dominant guys they have, and uh, Dolph Ziggler, who is the current Intercontinental Champion, Shouldn't they just put Seth away really quick? Mm-hmm. Like, I get that it's the fighting spirit, and he's well, Seth, Seth Rollins. Seth is always booked to, like, 
I mean, for your, ever since pretty much at least since he's turned face, mm-hmm. he's booked as nearly unbeatable. Yeah, I know. I know. Like, I feel like he could probably take on five wrestlers yeah. and put up a, a decent fight. He's the Iron Man guy. Because he's the architect. He always has a strategy. He's he got a strategy. on his feet. Yeah. So it kind of fits with his character to an extent. Yeah, but still. He's a little overpowered. I agree. I, you know, it just bums me out. I'll tell you why. Because... Uh, so after Raw wrapped up, so I finished watching it this morning on the PlayStation View. And after it wrapped up, um, it played uh, whatever is after it, which I think is that USA show Center. Sinners? Mm-hmm. Center, whatever. The one with Bill Pullman in it now, right? Yes. After that, for whatever reason, it showed, I think because it was on my DVR, it showed uh, that episode of Raw where it had like the two triple threat matches mm-hmm. and Drew McIntyre came out and said he wanted to fight for the Universal mm-hmm, Championship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I really missed that Drew from a couple weeks ago when he was in the Universal title scene for an episode. I know. So I don't know. I was just like, oh man, Drew, he's so good. He's great. So I don't know. But yeah, anyways, uh, the numbers game was too much for Seth Rollins. Dolph got the pin after Seth ate a super kick. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they they won. Sorry, Seth Rollins. So what's that match going to be at SummerSlam? Do we know? Mm-mm. No. All right. Not yet. Uh, oh, next uh, up, it'd be interesting if they managed to insert Drew into it, make it a triple threat. Yeah. So Drew has an opportunity to become Intercontinental left. Champion. Oh, they have one more week. Yeah. No, it'd be great though if in the go home they did that. Yeah. They said, "Hey, Drew, good news. You uh, you're in the match. You're in the match." You can say, Ooh. "Oh, another handicap match. Great. No, nope. you're in the match. You, you can, can win that Intercontinental Champion. Ooh. If you if you win, yeah. There you go. Next, B Team versus the Revival. That B Team theme is not good. So it's not. It's so. It's so. And it's fitting with the team. I like their initial theme that sounded like the A Team was fitting. And they have the very first theme was kind of A Team ish, and then they changed it to what they had for a while. And now they got this. I thought they immediately came out to. Yeah, I could be wrong. Um, so this it was it was a bit too Spirit Squad. Yeah, but. I don't know. I, so their their other theme was actually really good. Yeah. It was actually good theme music. Yeah, I know. But that doesn't work for them. They can't have good theme music, dude. Their merch is like, it looks handmade. That's the point. Well, here's the thing. If their theme uh, felt, sounded ha- handmade as well, I'd be into it. The problem with this is that it sounded way too glossy, way too produced. Yeah, okay. And way too cheery. Okay. I understand the cheery nature could fit them to an extent, but it was too much of all of everything. It's too much. Yeah. It's not good. I know, but I think it's Are not good. I think the point is it's supposed to not be good. But this is bad, not good. Not charming, not good. It's bad, not good. Yeah. But it got people cheering. What was it? B-team, go, B-team, go, B-team, something like that? B-team, go, go, go. Yeah. That was the whole point of it. Yeah, no. I'm not going to chant to them. I'm going to sit there and be like, what the heck is this? You're going to chant. No, I'm not. Yeah. Anyways, next, they walked out. Uh, Revival had an iPhone promo. Mm-hmm. They're great. Put the belts on the Revival. Um, so the match starts. A little back and forth. At one point, both uh, Dawson and Bo Dallas are down because they knock heads in the middle of the ring. Uh, lights go down. Lights come up. Matt and Bray have teleported and have replaced Curtis Axel and Dash Wilder. Mm-hmm. They both get in the ring. They attack uh, Bo Dallas, Scott Dawson. Yeah. I guess a double double DQ, no match. They stand tall. Uh, so we get a triple threat match at a SummerSlam, it seems. Great big waste of time. Hey, Revival could win that. Yeah. They could totally win that. Heck yes. It'd be something. It would be something. Something else. Next, Paul Heyman interview. Uh, uh, a masterful job by Paul Heyman. Um, you know, uh, early on we speculated how he got himself to 
appear so uh, distraught. This was uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. But in a good way. Yeah, no. It, was, it, was, it felt it was so a captivating legit. performance, yeah. So it he, was. He, he was sitting there, and his, he looked like he'd been crying for the, the entire for week. A week? Yeah. His eyes were all red. He was fighting back tears. He looked exhausted, mm-hmm. both physically and emotionally. Yeah. Um, and uh, the line of questioning was at first about Brock. Like, why do you think Brock would do something like this? And 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 Paul said, Brock's not going to like your ask, that you're asking these questions. Yeah, he started looking at the producers like, hey, this isn't good. I shouldn't be saying this in public. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. Renee Young says, okay, well, let's talk about you then. So why, you know, like, how do you feel? What's going on with all this? Do you still consider Brock Lesnar your friend? And he said, yeah. He said, my kids play with his kids. My family's friends with his family. He said, we don't let many people into each other's lives, and yet we have in this case. Yeah. Um, He also said he didn't envision their partnership. He said, we had always talked about riding off into the sunset together. um, With the universal title over one shoulder and UFC heavyweight title over the other. And me behind him saying the reigning defending, et cetera, et cetera. Um, It was, like, super effective. Well, then um, Renee Young also asked, you know, if this is it, who's anybody that might be the next Paul Heyman guy? And he took offense to that. Yeah. He said, you know, that's, you know, can't go down to garbage face from Brock Lesnar and anybody else's garbage face. So, um, no, it was, it was, yeah, probably like performance, of like, man, super duper performance, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it added another dimension to the SummerSlam match between uh, Brock and Roman. I I don't think this is going to be. We went through the stretch of you know Mania and and Greatest Rumble, and even before then when they were doing the you know the Brock can kill any guy with one F five, and then he yeah, gets to yeah, Roman yeah, yeah. and he doles out five six of them. them yeah. yeah, I get the feeling this isn't going to be that kind of match. I get the feeling this is going to... So, like, in previous matches, the last two that I just referenced, they sort of... The way they started, it almost allowed the crowd to instantly, like, backlash. Yeah, you it know? felt like a video game they were watching. Yeah. I get the feeling this is going to get crazy quick and not let the crowd crap on it before they really get to the meat of the match. You know what I was... What it's going to be meat when first. When there were... Uh, during that Roman interview, and they were cutting to B-roll of, various, of their various matches. All the stuff from WrestleMania 31 watching that, I actually remember that match fairly fondly. It was in, a good match. In retrospect, yeah. Do you? I wonder if there's any, watching the match itself, is there any regret on putting on throwing Seth Rollins in there? Oh, I did. Because the match was going really well, and the mm-hmm. crowd was actually into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I doubt there's any regret, but, because Vince McMahon doesn't regret anything. Doesn't seem like it. Um, but... Given where we are now, where the crowd seems to just want to crap on it immediately, mm-hmm. I do get the feeling that this is probably going to start off with something, with something like fairly brutal. Like they might open each other up, like bleed mm-hmm. almost instantly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something crazy, and not just because fin- their finishers all 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 their finishers are lazy. Yeah, the Superman punch, the spear, and the F five—they're all lazy moves. You just grab a guy and then drop him. Yeah, you do a spear or whatever. This is going to be. I hope. I hope because, you know, we've heard and who knows if it's true or not, but endless times that Vince is scared about the reaction that the New York crowd is going to get. Vince wasn't huge on the reaction that Mania got, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And if he's worried about and he's doing this again with Brock and Roman, 
one way to almost guarantee to get that crowd into it is just to get to the meat of the match immediately. Do some, not a finisher, yeah, yeah, but something that looks violent, something that looks well, like a the match. Thing. That's a one thing Heyman said is that he's never seen Brock this violent before. Yeah, so right. That's right. gotta that's gotta be evident during the match. Yeah, which means hopefully Brock won't kind of snooze his way through it. Take a take a cue from Callahan and Penta. Spikes. Well, I doubt they're gonna do that, but nail guns. At least a level of brutality is not off. Laser tag. Well, there's no brutality with laser tag. It's fun, though. Oh, yeah. People love laser turn tag. Turn all the lights off in the arena except maybe some black light. I don't know how laser tag works these days. Uh, did you have laser tag when you were a kid? Uh, I didn't have it, but I've done it before. It's, it was so cool. It had like the silver thing that you put here. Yeah, it's got a, a sensor on the front. It on. Yeah. And then you have the have... old school one was like the coolest. I never had the old school one. Really? No. I did. It was like, I didn't have a lot. I'm not saying, oh, you, you're crap. But like. Uh, I feel like you are. My, my family, childhood was. Like, I didn't get a lesser lot. Than. I didn't get a lot, but I did get laser tag. Oh, right. It was fun as hell. And then you get some idiot who's like near a mirror or some glass. And you're like, I know where you are. You bounce it off the glass. Yeah. Right there. See, never That's did that. I'm a smart kid. one here. It wasn't until like, I was in college that I did laser tag. Well, that's good. Uh, next up, Riot Squad versus Sasha and Bailey. This match was going all right until uh, someone with a, uh, a hoodie on got in the way of Bailey and Liv, Liv Morgan, Morgan on the outside. Yeah. Um, allows Liv to get the upper hand. She takes the hoodie off. It is Ruby Riot. She has returned from injury. Oh, um, this it was a that just, seemed quick. I know. Must have been an MCL sprain. Mm-hmm. Um, sir, this served as a distraction. Allowing Sarah Logan to pin Sasha Banks with the roll-up. Yeah. So, I guess this is the start of the tag division on Raw. Yeah, man. That's fine. I'm good with that. Yeah. Kick it off. Sasha Bailey, new tag champions. That's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, main event, Alicia Fox versus Ronda Rousey. Boy, they took forever to build to this match. Why? Why? Like the the pro, the interview promo massive thing. Massive amount of time. Why did that take so long? It took for They ran like a 15-minute long video clip. And then a massively long interview. I get they're trying to make a, they're trying to get like a big fight feel out of Ronda Rousey's, but it's Alicia Fox. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they tried to build her up. Mm-hmm. And I love Alicia Fox. Yeah, I think she's, she's great. great. And, and, and Alexa Bliss was, was touting her accomplishments in the WWE. But WWE. It, dude, that doesn't fool anybody. It doesn't, it's, it's still Alicia Fox. She is still like probably, I don't know, lower. Out of all the women in both women divisions, women's divisions, she you can count on her to be a jobber. Like that's what that's her role now. Yeah. And that's totally fine. She makes probably a lot of money doing that. That's mm-hmm, great. Mm-hmm. But you cannot, you cannot act like this is some big fight. Yeah. And it took forever to get there. Is Mickey James hurt? Is that why she wasn't in that spot? I would imagine so. Because if it was Mickey James, it would have had that feel. Because Mickey James, they could have built it better. Yeah, yeah, they could have built it better. Not that Mickey has done a whole lot since her return, but she has legacy. Yeah, let's say Alicia doesn't, but Mickey James is what a six-time champion. And they could have been smart enough. They, they could have. I mean, they could have. I don't know. Built this for a couple. If they knew this was going to happen, build it for a couple weeks with some good victories for Alicia Fox, yeah. like some solid yeah. ones, yeah. like one yeah. over Natalia. Yeah. You know exactly. Um, anyways, uh, match was pretty quick. Alicia yeah. Fox. Or and, and Alexa Bliss tried to uh, to use some trickery to gain the upper hand. Alicia Fox ate a couple judo throws, tapped mm-hmm. to the arm bar. Um, afterwards, Ronda Rousey is in the process of giving an interview. Alexa Bliss, for some reason, tries to attack her. She eats the judo throw as well. 
Yeah. This is going to be one of those situations where the math is not going to add up because I I don't know if even on the go home, Alexa Bliss is going to get the upper hand on Ronda Rousey. Oh, I know. I feel like this the from here until Ronda's holding that title may be in the main event at SummerSlam. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. Um, I would be surprised. There will be no drama and no yeah. tension yeah. and no thought or idea that Alexa Bliss is going to go over here. Yeah, no. None. None. May, I don't know. I just don't see that happening. Yeah. I got a SmackDown preview in here. You want to read some SmackDown previews? The, abs- the previews are the best part of the show. All right, I'll start. AJ Styles returns to address Samoa Joe. Last mm. Tuesday, Samoa Joe got extremely personal with WWE champion AJ Styles, accusing the title holder of neglecting his family in favor of his career as their SummerSlam title match draws near. Mm. The phenomenal one returns to SmackDown Live tonight, two weeks after being blindsided by the Samoan submission machine. Mm. What will Styles have to say? Has Samoa Joe gotten inside his head this is not written by the a player this is this is a it wasn't b. bad but yeah that's that's a, that's a b effort right there and a c execution i'll go next the new day and the bar clash for SummerSlam title opportunity i'm not feeling good about this although it is three paragraphs the tournament to determine who will challenge smackdown tag team champions the bludgeon brothers at SummerSlam concludes tonight as the new day clash with the bar in the finals Big E and Xavier Woods defeated Sanity to earn their place in the final match, while Sheamus and Cesaro emerged victorious from a hard-hitting throwdown with the Usos to move one step closer to earning a title opportunity at the biggest event of the summer. There is no love lost between these two teams. In fact, it was Thebar who brought the New Day's record-breaking 484-day reign as WWE Tag Team Champions to an end in 2016. Will the Celtic Warrior, the Celtic Warrior, and the Swiss Cyborg once again be victorious, or will the New Day earn the right to challenge for their fifth Tag Team Championship? Something again. I, there's no there's pretty no matter of fact descriptions there. Yeah. Um, next, bad. Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch team up to battle the Iconics. Though Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch will be opponents at SummerSlam in a triple threat match for Carmella's SmackDown Women's Championship, the two friends will be joining forces on SmackDown Live to take on the Iconics in tag team action. All right. Will Flair and Lynch be able to turn their focus away from Carmella and defeat their foes, or will Kay and Royce prove that their future, the future is truly iconic? Again, not that great of a... Very matter yeah, of fact. very matter of fact. And here we go, the final, final stretch. What is the Miz's SummerSlam announcement? Daniel Bryan issued a SummerSlam challenge to the Miz on Tuesday, but he was rebuked by the A-lister. Rebuke is a great word. That is a good word. Who mocked him with a barrage of insults. Oh, this is way better. In an onslaught of crying baby videos. We totally forgot to mention that last week, too. Yeah, I know. We totally forgot that. I know. Uh, the awesome one reiterated his stance on Saturday, stating clearly that the answer is no, as he believes he deserves better than a match with Daniel Bryan. Wow. Wow. Should be a fun show. SmackDown's been uh, pretty good of late. Yeah, man. All right, we got some mail. Oh, that's awesome. Bry Guy, Ty Guy says, we turned on my Amazon Echo Dot by saying, Alexa. Hey, Alexa. What do we want Alexa to do? Alexa, play, give me a song. Alexa, play Jerry Rafferty's Right Down the Line. Play Rupert Holmes' Pina Colada song. Alexa. Play Escape by Rupert Holmes. We got some mail. This is from Fiend Kicks. He's been asking us about this package for a while. Does he like pina coladas? I don't know. Do you like pina coladas? I'm not a big fan of pina coladas. Here, there's words on this. If you like pina coladas, is that what the word says? Read on stream if you want. 
Larson, congrats on the Super Kick series. Looking forward to seeing more episodes. Steve, as an avid sneaker fan, I can't go on any longer knowing that you haven't had Boost in your life. Hope you enjoy. Remember, Boost is life. To the both of you, thanks again for reigniting my childhood love of wrestling. Now it's time to decide the red band brand or blue brand. For the sake of the comment, imagine SmackDown is navy blue, and the rest is off the stream. Thank you, Colin. Fiend kicks. Shoes in here, he said. Ooh. Are those like new? Find out. I hope they're all like worn and stuff. Or I hope there's like a snake in there. Ooh. They are boosts. Whoa, red or navy blue. Oh man, look at that. What do you, what's it gonna be, Steve? These are like new. Yeah, this Holy is incredible. Crap. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, that's like insane. That's awesome. Man, that's so nice. Thank you very much. Thank you very Pink much. Kicks. Wow. Oh, they look great on the stream too, look at that. Wow, that's so nice. Are you, are you in for red or blue? Raw or SmackDown? I'm a less flashy guy, I'd well, I don't know. Maybe I do want these. I'm a SmackDown guy. Give me those. Maybe not. I don't know. You can think about it. I'm gonna think about it. All right. That's real. Well, that's no, red for my red. But that'll do it. Red. For All right. There we go. There we go. There we go. Wow. That's so, Thank man, you so much, Colin. So nice. Thank you so much. We got one more here. It's a giant box. This is a big box. Let's see here. Oh shit. Uh, hey, Steven Larson, uh, moved into my first house two years ago with my, uh, girlfriend, came across this wrestling gem I've had since I was a child, thought you might like displaying it around the office or whatever, the game I found at work. I drive for a thrift store, oh, that's nice, so your podcast get me through some long days. Keep doing what you're doing, Fox from Texas. Awesome. Ah! Look at that guy. Oh, wow. I think I'm cute. Holy shit. Look at this. I think I had this. Oh, man. This is crazy. Oh, shit. I might have had this. Oh, wow. Is that what I think it is? I'm trying to not kill this thing. Oh, that is. Wow, that's so, so gonna, cool. I'm going to do this right now. But look at this. That's so cool. It's a freaking Star Trek, Star Trek board game. That's, that's amazing. That's so cool. Thank that's you so awesome. much. Very exciting. Yes, thank you so much. Everybody's so nice. Yeah, I know. All right. Um, get some, let's do some questions, yeah? Uh, yeah. Yes. Donut Odinson, two pounds. Hey, just a quick one. Say... Uh, Say it's awesome, me and Kirsty love you. Um, Calvin PR01, $5. What's up? Calvin from Martinez, California. Listen to you guys on my way to work. New fan, discovered you guys just a month ago. <laughs> Stevie Bradley, in reference to the shoes here in Discord, said, Crips and Bloods. Well, yeah, if I'm wearing those red ones, I can't stray into certain territory, I don't think. How about this? What? I take one of the red ones, you take one of these Ooh, blue ones. Ooh, that's a cool idea. Let's do that. All right. Um, BreakingController.com, two dollars. Hey guys, are you ever gonna do a three many shirt? Stevie Bradley said just like that. Alexa's playing the Pina Colada song. <laughs> three many shirt. We could do a three many flavor shirt. Oh yeah, we should with like an ice cream thing. That'd be yeah. cool. I'm down for that. Um, Universal Jones, two dollars. Tough one. 
Shag, Mary Fire, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong. Well, Mary, Adam Cole. Yes, absolutely. That's no question. Um, I guess Shag, Kyle O'Reilly. And Mary, Roderick Strong. No, Fire. Yeah, you got Fire, fire Roderick Strong. Strong. Ooh, Charvel tough. says, uh, power rank wrestler themes that actually fit the person's character. And why is Johnny Gargano number one, according to him? Well, yeah, I'd say so. I could see that. This yeah. rebel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alistair Black's. Mm-hmm. All those NXT theme songs yeah, really are, are so NXT. well done. Uh, Simon Drucker, $2. Larson, Simon Raisin, Bagel, Little Butter, and Nutella is real. Oh, are you a fan of the Nutella? I don't know if I've ever really I had don't it. know if I've ever actually had Nutella before. Uh, Noon Mountain, $2. Did, you, did it look like Heyman was on weed? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, kind of. Yeah. Because he had red eyes. Yeah. Gaming Anthem, $2. You see the new Aria Davari returned video package. Have not. I want to check that out. Oh, no. That sounds cool, though. I want to yeah. see that. Uh, Jared Bramier, $2. First super chat, but long time friend of. Thank you. Oh, that's cool. Cody Miles posted up a picture of, uh, I guess this is going to be at All In. Um, Madison Rain, Tessa Blanchard, uh, Britt Baker, oh, that'd be and great. Chelsea Green. That's, that's going to awesome. be great. That's cool. Awesome. Um, delete. $2. Who has the worst theme in WWE? The worst. Who has the worst theme? Well, you seem to think it's B-team now, huh? Oh, that's, that's not good. Who's got the worst theme? I might say B-team right now. Mm. Dolph really needs a new theme. Oh, I'm so tired of that. I'm so tired so of hearing dated. that. So much about Dolph feels dated, though. Uh, Fiend Kicks, $2. Enjoy those shoes. Thank you very much, Fiend Kicks. Yeah, man. You really want to trade? Yeah, probably not. Why not? Because how am I going to walk around with like two different color shoes? It's called Style Man. Is that? Yeah. Um, I think Sega just released a, a, Sega. a, a Sonic pack that's got one Sonic shoe, one uh, Dr. Eggman shoe. What are they doing? Right for right? Yeah, right for right. Right for right. There we go. I'll put these on right now. If you like pina colada, Alexa, um, play Escape by Rupert Holmes. Or at least if they don't come that way, Xavier Woods was wearing them like that. So. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay, well, if he set the precedent, then yeah, I'm man. fine I think it'd it. be great. All right. Let's go to the Patreon, answer a few questions there. All right. Uh, Joshua, Dynamic Knight, Martinez, if they continue hyping the match with Heyman, could the match actually gain some fanfare? Roman versus Brock. I think this match is going to... I think we're at the point this match is going to get over, man. I think people are going to be into this match. I hope so. I think it is. I think you're gonna, they're going to do something crazy. I hope so. Brock's going to produce a gun. He's well, going to say, get, this I is my new Paul up. Heyman. I wouldn't get your hopes up. Um, Nicholas Grosskirth, $3. Do you think Alicia Fox was selling for Ronda, or did Ronda shoot ragdoll Alicia Fox last night? At one point, it did kind of feel that way, because there seemed to be like an Irish whip reversal that went wrong. Yeah. That I think Ronda like called an audible or something, and just judo threw the shit out of her yeah and that seemed legit that really did yeah maybe it wasn't uh piggy carnage does it seem more likely that gender is going to get the universal title after winning that money in the bank contract no you're no 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 you're reading too deep into that one man no i like i like where your brain's going though i'd love to see gender get that universal title maybe let's see here uh, Dong Diggler, who can <laughs> legitimately be the next Paul Heyman guy? He thinks Ambrose has potential. Uh, see, Ambrose—that's the di- Ambrose has to not be managed. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. He's yeah, you to be can't his, be a lunatic but be managed. He's like a loose cannon. Mm-hmm. He's a loose explosion. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, don't call me Lawler. Says, Stephen, after all your talk about how great Impact has been, I ended my long almost decade drought and started watching it again. I saw the OGs steal LAX's belts. I also saw last week where LAX jumped them and with their stolen belts laying in the ring, they went to the back. What's up with that? Um, I, I don't know. They just wanted to go kick some ass. I, guess. I, I don't know. I, didn't, so. I sort of watch it when I can. Yeah. Uh, Joshua Rush. Hey, friendos. I was what kind of wondering a about a horrifying scenario. Uh-oh. Which would bury Braun, which would bury Braun Moore if he cashed in at SummerSlam against Reigns and Brock mid-match, Seth Rollins style, only to get pinned by Brock and look like a loser, or cashing in mid-match only for Reigns to get pinned by Brock, making him look dumb for wasting the cash-in. Well, I mean, if he eats the pin, that's the worst look. Yeah, him eating the pin. Him cashing in towards the end of the match. Him being, well, relatively fresh. Because he'll have a couple hours of rest. Cashing has to happen. That has to you happen. I think so. Maybe not. Um, there has to be. I'll put it this way. Didn't there have to be like a legitimate reason for Braun not to cash in on that match? Yeah, you'd think so. Uh, Gary Smith, $2. I hate Cesaro's theme. The sirens bug me. Yeah, I'm not huge on the sirens, but I've got <laughs> used to it. Uh, Stacey Clemens, $2. Breeze and Rollins would have been real. real. I agree. I think that'd been great. Jared Bromier, $2. Friendo meetup in St. Louis. Oh, uh, well, tweet at us and then we'll retweet it. Yes. We're not going to be in St. Louis. No. I'd like to go, though. I've never been to St. Louis. Nor have I. Um, uh, Kai Highwell, do you think if Stone Cold's post-Mania uh, 17 heel turn had been closer to the character pre-Mania 13 when he was like a true heel, yeah, would it have been more successful? No, because a lot of the attributes he had as pure heel Stone Cold was what got him over as anti-hero Stone Cold. It had to be something completely out of left field. Yeah, like like aligning with Vince McMahon. I don't think it just people wanted to love him mm-hmm. so much. I don't think there was any way to do that properly. Nope. nope. No. Um, all right, you want to do play per view? Oh sure. You probably want your shoe back, don't you? I don't think you're into the swap. I just feel like I don't. Yeah, I don't. I got to think about it. All right. All right. So That's fair. About it, man. All right. What are we new for play per view today? Um, play per view. What about a ECW Heat Wave? Uh, Joe Juarez says St. Louis is cool. Stay away from the Illinois portion, though. I'm gonna do Heat Wave ECW Heat Wave 1995 Rage in the Cage. How many Heat Waves were there? Um, more than two. ECW Heat Wave. Um, oh man, this looks great. All right, I made the right choice. What year are you doing? 95. 95. All right. Oh, the first one was a 94. Okay, I'll do 94 then. All right. Uh, I'll go first. Oh, wait, how many matches do you have? I have. I have eight. Look at that ECW arena. I know. That's great. Results. You have five. I have eight. 
Perfect. All right, so I'll get rid of my first. Thing. No, I have eight, too. Oh, you have it. I thought you said five. That's no, weird. I said eight. Okay. I said I'll go first. Okay. Mikey Whipwreck versus Mike Norman. Mike Norman. No. Oh, really? I thought Mikey Whipwreck always lost, and then he just won the title. Well, this must have been around the time he was winning everything. I guess so. A tag team match. All right. Uh, Hack Myers. Is that Sam? No. Not Sandman Hack. Hack Myers. No, he was Sandman back then. Well, I know. I just figured maybe Wikipedia was being weird. Hack Myers and Rock and Rebel versus Axel Rotten and Ian Rotten. This is 1994. I'll go with Axel and Ian. Very good. Uh, tag team match for the ECW World Tag Team Championship. Uh, the champions, Raven and Stevie Richards versus Tony Stetson and Don E. Allen. I'm going to go with Raven and Stevie Richards. No. They lost by count in. What? Oh. Okay. Uh, singles match for the ECW Television Championship. Uh, Chad Austin with Jason versus the champion, Mikey Whipwreck. I'll go with Mikey Whipwreck. Very good. Um, Hack Myers versus Val Puccio. Fuck. I'm going to say Hack Myers. Yeah. <laughs> he was on the ascent. Yes. Uh, singles match. Uh, Tommy Dreamer versus Stevie Richards. Stevie Richards. No. Ooh. Uh, next, six-man tag match. The Pitbulls and Tommy Dreamer versus Raven and the Dudley Boys. I'm sorry, the Dudley Brothers. I'll say Raven and the Dudleys. No. Bummer. Uh, singles match. Uh, Mr. Hughes versus Tommy Dreamer. Wait, didn't Tommy Dreamer just have a match? Yes. <laughs> Mr. Hughes. Very good. Um, another tag match, Eddie Guerrero and Taz Ooh. versus Dean Malenko and Two Cold Scorpio. I'll go That's with, probably really good. I'll go with Dean Malenko and Two Cold Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Uh, tag team action, Sabu and Taz versus the Pitbulls. Pitbulls. Wrong. Um, singles match for the ECW World Heavyweight Champion, Chip. Axel Rotten versus the champion, the Sandman. Sandman. Mm-hmm. Dueling Canes match. Ooh. Uh, the Sandman. All right. Versus Tommy Cairo. Uh, Sandman. Very good. Uh, steel Cage match. Stevie Richards versus Luna Vachon. Stevie Richards. No. Bummer. Singles match for the ECW Heavyweight Championship. The champion. The franchise. Shane Douglas. Versus Sabu. Go with the franchise. The franchise by Countout. Main event, steel cage match. Public Enemy versus the Gangsters. Uh, I'll say the Gangsters. Yes. Nice. I got five. All right. Um, you have one last one. Oh, cool. Barbed wire match. Uh, Terry Funk and Dory Funk Jr. versus Public Enemy. I'll go with the Funks. Wrong. Oh, all right. I still won. I have four. I had five. Um, Eliezer Santana, $3. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Thank you. High Fly Kagan, $5. If you could use magic to turn any unhealthy food suddenly healthy while retaining the taste, what food would you choose? If you could use magic to turn an unhealthy food suddenly healthy. Oh, wow. Like pretty much anything. Most foods are terribly unhealthy for you. So you got to pick one. I would go with pizza. Yeah. I think, honestly, pizza, I can't get enough of it. Yeah, I know. I could eat that all freaking day long. M squared, $3, missed the show, but have a great day anyways. Thank you, M squared. Thank you, M squared. Yeah. Perfect way to sign off. Absolutely. 
patrons. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Keep an eye on that Patreon wall. We're going to be going live with post-show A very, very shortly. Hilton, can we get some music, please? Hilton. Hey, Hilton. Hilton. Get some music. Thank you, Hilton. Anyways. That's it for the show. Oh, wait. Oh, there we go. That's it for the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.